whiskey pretty early this morning That's alright I was up all night But I passed out before the sun came up I really wanted to see one of those I know all right, welcome back, New River Valley. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Yeah, absolutely. For those of you who have missed the first segment, have no fear. Just go to amhodgepodge.com. You can find past episodes. Go to the Facebook. You can find uh, postings, pictures. You can also actually find those episodes. Those come up there also. You can also reach out, and you can become a guest on the show. We've had people do that in the past. We also have featured guests, guests that will come on uh, ongoing because of their special relationship, not only with the community, but with the station. And sort of a consistency with the message that we're trying to get out every Saturday morning. Yeah, Yeah. and speaking of consistency of a message... We thought it might be a good opportunity to uh, bring in Paul. So Paul is a station manager, and he is doing a terrific job with the messaging. And quite frankly, it's made um, our job, I think, easier yeah. from the standpoint of uh, people's uh, being comfortable uh, and understanding the place of radio and their overall day-to-day uh, business strategy. So with that being said, Paul? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. And Good you said, I, you said on the weekend, you know, this type of music. You said you're an equal opportunity lover for music. So I said, right. Co- Cody Jinks, let's do that. And you said, I, I, I love Cody Jinks. Yeah, he owes you money. You said, I know yeah. that guy. He <laughs> owes me money. So I lived in Oklahoma uh-huh. for a couple of years, and and the the red dirt music scene of Texas and Oklahoma and that area. When I first moved out there, I didn't know who a lot of these guys were. Right, yeah. and and people like Cody Jinks and Cody Canada and a whole group of people out there are now starting to kind of find a voice outside of just the yeah. you know the the Southwest. There, yeah, it's that West but, Texas swing style music that you can kind of absolutely. Yeah. And the first time I heard of Cody Jenks, somebody said, "Oh yeah, the Cody Jenks concert at the BOK Center in Tulsa is sold out." Mm-hmm. Well, that's a twelve thousand seat arena, right? Yeah. And I had never heard of this guy, and so again, you know, just uh, being immersed in that culture there, and then now being back here out east, uh, you know, Cody Jenks is going on tour with Eric Church Correct. this summer. Mm-hmm. So again, he's getting that, and these guys don't really seek it, you right? Know? They don't. It's not their goal to be national. It's no. their goal to play music. Yeah, yeah. And and the fact that the rest of the world eventually is catching on to you know this wonderful brand of country blues, Americana, uh, is neat. Yeah, it's they they're consistent with uh, who they are and their message. You know, I, having grown up in San Antonio, uh, it was the same way. So I'm I'm comfortable with that style of music because it was played. You know, in the right. honky tonks, everything else. And then you've got on the other end of the spectrum in there, you've got this Tejano music, which is huge. I mean, it's just like the same sort of a deal. You, you go, I don't know who those people are, but there's 24,000 people trying to right. get into. Yeah. yeah. And uh, regionally, they are 
megastars. Well, of course, they can then travel the world because of the Hispanic influence. Sure. That, that And it's very new to that audience, no different than rap may be different and, uh, and new to other people, too. Right. So, you know, I, I, I'm going back to that, that message. One of the things that, Mark, that we talk about constantly on here is we say this is a show for and about the New River Valley. And, um, of course, then we then say, plus we'll bring in other other things because those things influence and change um, our level of thought with that, too. Yeah, yeah. And, Paul, uh, I I think you've done some great things here at the station in the last – well, wh- how long have we been here now? About six months. Six months. That's mm-hmm. what I was yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I think your voice for anybody that listens to this station on a regular basis, they've become familiar with your voice, but maybe they don't know who you are and what you're doing here. And, and <laughs> yeah. sometimes I ask myself right. that: <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. What am I doing? So, here? give us a little bit of background on you. Well, I'm a radio guy. I've been in radio for my whole life. Uh, you know, and and, and been a, been fortunate enough to work in different parts of the country. Yeah. Uh, you know, I grew up in Ohio, uh, but upon getting a career in radio, I have spent time in Minnesota and Colorado, Oklahoma, like I told you about, uh, um, North Carolina. But my wife and I consider Virginia home. We mm-hmm. lived in the Fredericksburg area for about 13 years and then Richmond for about three years. Mm-hmm. My daughter went to Virginia Tech. Uh, so, you know, we spent four years coming here about five yeah. or six times a year and always thinking to ourselves, but you know, what a beautiful place, what a beautiful spot of the country. You know, maybe we'll retire uh-huh. here. Uh, and then just got the opportunity about six months ago uh, to, to come here as the as the manager of this radio group and uh, dream come true. You yeah. know, and, it really was. And, 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 and let me sort of maybe people notice there's some changes happening just as a listener. Um, we notice some changes here as uh, people that come into the studio on a regular basis. Um, what is it that is different about you and how you view radio? Well, I mean, the the future of radio is, is relies on being of service to your community. I mean, that's, you know, radio stations have to prove that to the FCC every yeah. 10 years when their uh, license comes up to renewal. They have to prove that they have broadcast in the public interest. And this is what a lot of radio stations have lost. Uh, you know, any station can play music, but you can find music anywhere. What you have to do is be a, a of super service to your community. And it shows like this. Uh, If I were an outsider, if I didn't live around here and I was listening to this show, I wouldn't get about... 60 to 70% of what you were talking about because it is so super geared to the New River Valley. And that's what radio has to do in order to survive. Well, to take that a step beyond, the other thing we have to do is super serve our customers. You know, your show and and the rest of the program that we do takes care of the listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have to take care of our advertisers as well. You know, radio is 100% advertiser supported. We don't have subscription rates or anything else to make money other than just advertising. But I want to make sure that that advertising is working for the client. Mm -hmm. And there are certain formulas that hold true. Uh, You know, when I meet somebody and they say, well, I tried radio advertising one and and it didn't work. Uh, I usually know why. I can find out why. Mm -hmm. And it was they weren't on frequent enough. Mm -hmm. They weren't on long enough or their message wasn't good. The commercial wasn't good. And it's usually one of those three. And oftentimes it's all three of those things. So we're not trying to sell advertising. 
we're trying to offer businesses solutions that will work. Right. Uh, and and again, a lot of that is long term. Uh, you know, if you know if you own a brewery or a restaurant, uh, you know, advertising today works for tonight and works for tomorrow. But a lot of businesses. Their products are not that uh, frequent. Right. You know, if you're a heating and air company, I may only need a heating and air company once every five years. Yeah. Uh, but when I do, somebody has to pop to my mind. Yeah. And so, again, that's why we talk about long-term advertising. And, and uh, you know, one of the messages I delivered recently is to be, need, uh, to be known before you're needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I want somebody to pop into my mind. Or if I do a search, you know, my phone right. is the new Yellow Pages. Right. If I needed a plumber, I used to go to the Yellow Pages. Now I go to my phone. And I hunt for plumbers in the New River Valley. Well, 25 of them are going to come up. Yeah. But I'm still going to scroll until I hit one that I've heard of yeah. before. Right. Yep. So, again, that's what marketing does. So I want to be educated and help our clients understand why we do what we do, how it works, to have the patience to wait for it to work because it doesn't work overnight. Yeah, our our empirical uh, evidence of this. So, first of all, I'm just going to say this and then so we don't take up too much time. But I I do certainly believe that you being in different markets, it's in seeing other things, certainly is an advantage uh, when you take fresh eyes to uh, a location. That being said, Mark, we've been doing this show long enough that when we have folks reach back out because they want to be back on, the first thing that they'll say is, uh, we really appreciate because last time we were on, we noticed 20% of our people uh, responded that the reason why they came was because they heard on the radio. Right. And uh, the only reason they asked that question was because they were on the radio. And so many people don't ask that question. You know, it's that little filter that says, you know, how did you hear from us? Did you hear about us here, 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 and here? And it is shocking when that question is just put there, the difference. The second is the reason they started asking those questions, whether it was festivals or dining outs or, you know, Valentine's Day events or whatever it may be, all of these, is that they noticed that they were getting a bump on those events. They just weren't quite sure where it was coming mm-hmm. from. So when you ask the question and they say, okay, well, we were up 20%, and then that respondent said 20% came from there, that's where they got their bump. That natural audience was already going to come. They already had a certain level of advocacy within their group. You've got to spread the circle. And then they've determined that that becomes lasting. But that's that that point. It's like... You know, you you do actually, if you want to be successful, there is some level of sales that has to be involved. You've sure. got to sell yourself, whether it's through competency or through the place to be or whatever it may be. There has to be some level of sales in that process. It just does. Well, the the first level of marketing for any company, any company, is word of mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's a wonderful thing. And uh, uh, but. If you look at broadcasting, uh, any form of broadcast, any form of marketing, quite frankly, that is, you know, we call it word of mouth on steroids. Right. Uh, because, again, word of mouth, you may think, oh, yeah, we a lot of people know us and a lot of people talk about us. Well, what is that? 25 people? 50 people? Right. You know, with broadcasting, you're talking to a couple of thousand people at any given moment. So, again, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same concept. It's I want to be talked about. I want to be known. I want to have awareness for my business and with broadcasting you you can multiply your word of mouth by you know hundredfold yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
Well, I got. A, I do have a song for On the Way Out. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. I think it's a perfect song. So, okay. So you said, you know, Cody Jinx. So you obviously know Don Williams, too. Yes. You know the song, oh. I Believe in You? Oh, my gosh. Is that, is that your, would that be the song that you sang when you walked, if you, if you had to go to karaoke? <laughs> a lot of the, the no, phrases and the I, way that that was written, I think it kind of believes, there's a lot, probably a, a significant amount of your core value there. I, uh, lyrically? Yes, yes. But I, I can't do what Don Williams Well, that did makes sense. No one can. And the silky smoothiness of that is, yeah. is uh, you know, is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. All right. If, if someone called you Don, would you be okay with that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. As as I've been it, called worse. There you yeah. go. So, Paul, if somebody's been listening to the show uh, and they want to get a hold of you to talk about sort of setting up a, a planning session sure. with you, what would they, how would they do uh, that? Email address is usually the quickest one, uh, uh, and it's Paul. At NewRiverRadio.com. Right. You know, the company is New River Radio. Everybody thinks of of the different mm-hmm, stations, mm-hmm. you know, WRAD, The Bear, WPSK, Watt Hot 100, Hot 100.7. But it's all under the New River Radio umbrella. So yeah. Paul at NewRiverRadio.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we, to have you on here. Yeah, Paul. thanks for taking the quick time. We know that you've got another meeting you've got to run to, but we certainly appreciate yeah, you taking well, time. Well, I today. love and appreciate what you guys do. And again, it's part of the fabric of, of what still makes WRAD important to people. Yeah, it sure does. Mm-hmm. All right. With that being said, everybody else stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. And I believe in you. Well, I don't heaven waits for only those who congregate I like to think of God as love, he's down below, he's up above he's watching people everywhere